Hey, hey, it's Jenny Holbert, and you're listening to episode 49 of the Wild Wellness Podcast, which means that you can find any links that I mentioned or even the video version of this episode at jennyholbert.com forward slash 49. And the video version is a Facebook Live that I did on this topic on skincare myths and how to detox your personal care products. So I hope you enjoy and get so much out of this episode. Grab yourself a pen and a piece of paper for taking notes. You might want to jot some things down. And if you have any questions at all, you can add those to the comments and I will be sure to do my best to answer them. So the reason I'm so excited to share this with you is because I think when it comes to a lot of the things that we use every day on our skin and on our hair, we often get really comfortable and sometimes a little bit complacent in that area of our lives because it's part of our daily routine, right? And maybe you found this that, you know, you've been using a product for years and really the only reason that maybe you're still using it is just because you really never gave it a second thought about, you know, why you were using it or why to use something different and it's really out of habit. So it's interesting, though, because as women, um, on average, we use about 12 personal care products a day. This was a research study done by the Environmental Working Group, and men only use about, on average, six per day. But among those products that we use, there are typically at least 80 different unique ingredients, and oftentimes, depending on the products, potentially thousands of chemicals. So years ago, when I stopped and asked myself, okay, what am I actually putting on my skin? What am I putting onto my body and onto my hair? I realized that many of the personal care and beauty products that were in my bathroom and things that I was using that were on the market as well contained potentially harmful chemicals. And I realized that everything that I was putting on my skin, my face and my hair was absorbing into my body and not all of those things were safe. So one thing that I want to talk about first before I get into some ways to detox your personal care products is some skincare myths. So one of the biggest myths is that a lot of people think that if it's on the store shelf at the drugstore or at a supermarket or if you can buy it online, it must be safe. And the reality is the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, has no authority to require companies to test cosmetics for safety. So most products aren't reviewed before going to the market, and they actually do pre-market reviews only, the FDA does, and that's for certain cosmetic color additives and active ingredients that are classified as over-the-counter drugs. So the other myth is that the government would prohibit the use of all dangerous chemicals in personal care products, and companies wouldn't risk using them. Unfortunately, with the exception of those color additives and a few prohibited ingredients, uh, cosmetic companies can use any ingredient or raw material in their products without government review or approval. So the European Union has banned at least a thousand ingredients for use in cosmetics from what I was learning on the Environmental Working Group site, but the FDA has only prohibited about eight of them. So um, those I don't have to go through. You can see what some of those are if you want to go over to ewg.org where I have learned so much about this topic myself, um, but some of those ingredients are, you know, of course banned, but there could be potentially many others that aren't. And so another myth is that cosmetic ingredients that are applied to the skin um, actually rarely get into the body. And when they do, those amounts are really low and it doesn't matter. So this is a myth because the truth is people are 
exposed to cosmetic ingredients in a lot of ways. You and I are exposed to them in a lot of ways. It's not just putting them on our skin. It's what we breathe in through the sprays and through the powders that we use. It's uh, the stuff that we put on our lips and then we swallow that. And of course, then it is absorbing through the skin as well with moisturizers, with lotions and things like that. So um, one of the other things that, you know, when we talk about putting these things on the skin, you might not realize that a lot of these chemicals are known to um, disrupt hormones and cosmetics have these ingredients that are often enhancers, which actually allows ingredients to penetrate deeper into the skin. So they're enhancers for use of the product to, to work better, but yet they actually make it enhance or make it uh, penetrate deeper into our skin, which wouldn't be good either. Uh, one of the last ones that I want to share is the hypoallergenic myth. Okay, so products that are made for hypoallergenic skin are often labeled sensitive for children. Um, we often think these are safer choices. And the truth is that most cosmetic marketing claims are unregulated and companies rarely, if ever, are required to back them up even if they're children's products. So when the labeling is hypoallergenic or even natural, it can mean anything or nothing at all. <laughs> and so even though many uh, dermatologists, you know, would support some of these things, others say, a lot of dermatologists say that they have very little medical meaning when they say hypoallergenic or natural. So that's the truth of it. And speaking of that, you know, the natural and organic products aren't always safer either. This is, I think, the final myth that I will share before we dive into some other um, detoxing your personal care. But just because it's labeled natural or organic on the label doesn't mean that it is risk-free because products labeled that way can still contain petrochemicals. They actually um, can be labeled that way with as little as 10% organic ingredients by weight or volume. And the FDA tried to establish an official definition for the term natural, but that initiative apparently was overturned in the court. So it is ready or it is it's time for us, if, for those of you that are ready, to um, be more conscious of the products that we're putting on our skin and taking care of our bodies in that way. And so one thing that I do want to say also, I'm going to be talking about some essential oils that we can use within skincare and even essential oil products that can be used. But when it comes to what I was just saying about natural and organic products and thinking that, you know, just because we see that on the label, that means that it would be safe. It's really the same kind of concern with essential oils because not all qualities are created equal. So there's usually, you know, a lot of products that we might use on our skin that are smelling like something like lavender, or maybe they smell like they have um, a natural rose fragrance to them. Typically, if they have a fragrance on the label, that doesn't mean that it's pure, or it could even be labeled, you know, pure essential oil. And that doesn't mean that it has been tested or that hasn't been adulterated in some way to just smell like the real plant. So that's something you want to be aware of too. And also to know that something like peppermint at the grocery store that you pick up is very different than like the peppermint essential oil that I'm going to be talking about that is a high quality for therapeutic purposes because a lot of peppermint extracts or even like the cinnamon in toothpaste and things like that, those aren't with therapeutic properties. They're usually um, just a food grade type of flavor that is giving that a taste and that's all you're getting out of it. So just be aware of when you're shopping around for essential oils that there are a lot of different options. There's so many different companies producing essential oils, especially um, as they become more well known and not all are created equal at all. And when you see cost differences, sometimes that 
is a huge indicator, you know, for quality. Sometimes it's not, but there's so much that goes into it. And when you have a company like doTERRA essential oils that uh, with their oils, they, they take out that middleman and they are working directly with the growers and the people who are sourcing those essential oils and paying them directly and fairly and, and on time and in a way that is really ethical and really supportive of their communities and lifestyles, then that's why you often see a higher price on that product. And also because it is a quality that they have established is needed. And so those oils in particular, doTERRA's oils, are certified pure therapeutic grade. And that's because they've set that standard of quality for those oils to make sure that they're free of things that they shouldn't have in them, basically, and also that they have a certain number of constituents that should be present in that essential oil. So I just wanted to share that because after using a lot of oils over the years, I come, have come to learn about the different qualities as well, and that's why I have landed with using doTERRA oils personally and also teaching um, professionally and regarding back to those because I love the quality that they are and what the company stands for. So. Um, what I'm going to talk about is some of my favorite essential oils and um, products that doTERRA has made that are really amazing for our skin, that are a great way to start to detox your personal care. And what I want to say about this topic is that you might think, you know, that you want to do a complete overhaul and maybe you're just going to go cold turkey and, you know, empty out the bathroom <laughs> cabinets and, and do a replacement of those things, which is awesome and that's fine. But if you feel like that's overwhelming to even think about doing right now, then don't feel like you have to do it all at once. You know, just start with a few things. And that's why I'm only going to share a handful of things with you to just get you thinking about some of the first changes that you might be able to make. So the first one that I want to talk about is natural deodorant. This is so important to get something that is free of aluminum, parabens, artificial colors, and fragrance. Those are some of the biggest things that you'll find in main, um, you know, a lot of commercial deodorants and a lot of different chemicals in there that have been shown to be harmful for us. So we don't want to get that in our bodies through the pits. So what you want to use is something that um, is made more with like beeswax, coconut oil, shea butter, and of course essential oils because oils can help to um, nourish the skin and also fight against body odor. So I love the doTERRA Balance deodorant and recently the new Douglas fir and Greek orange. I just love that combination of aroma. Um, the, the Greek orange and the um, Douglas fir combo is a baking soda-free formula as well. So if you're someone who's sensitive to that, then you don't have to worry about that issue at all. And they really work, you guys. <laughs> I have used a lot of natural deodorants over the years, and I'm so glad that with a lot of different tweaking of the formula that doTERRA has landed with something that actually does keep the stink away too. Now, it's not an antiperspirant, which we don't really want because we want our bodies to sweat, and we don't want to clog the pores, especially in that area. We want to be able to sweat because that actually releases toxins from our body, um, but you're not going to have the stinkiness with your sweating. So the next thing is you can swap out your perfumes and body sprays with essential oils. So synthetic fragrances in those perfumes are created to just smell like something, but there are thousands of chemicals typically to create that aroma. It's definitely not something we want to put on us or be inhaling in through our respiratory system. Lots of potential issues there. And so why not swap them out? For essential oils that smell amazing, you can create your own kind of custom blend or beautiful perfume, and it has therapeutic benefits. So you can use a blend that's already created 
Um, some of the ones that I like are the uh, beautiful blend that doTERRA has. Sometimes it's a, a limited time only item. But another one I like that is not limited time is called Passion. And it's actually part of the emotional aromatherapy system. I also really like as a single oil, Jasmine. I just put that on my wrist here a minute ago. I use that one a lot. And I like rose as well as a perfume. And oftentimes I'll even put it here on my neck or behind my ears. Like I said, dab, dab it on my wrist. Um, you know, use it however you like that way. And kind of tune in each day to what you want to wear. That's the fun part about choosing your perfume every day, you know, your oil perfume as to what you might need therapeutic benefits from and what's going to smell amazing to you. And oftentimes your nose will tell you what you need. So the other thing I want to say is most of us probably use some kind of moisturizer or body lotion of some sort. And again, you know, like all the products I've been talking about, they often have additives, a lot of fragrances, chemicals we don't want to be absorbing into our skin every single day. There are natural ways to moisturize your skin. So I um, usually make my own body butter with shea butter, coconut oil, and um, a little bit of beeswax and then cocoa butter and then I add my essential oils but I I keep that base kind of plain and then I add my essential oils as I go kind of based on the season sometimes I'll mix up a few of my favorites um, like for the summer I add peppermint and spearmint to my body butter blend because it's cooling and those oils are real invigorating it feels great when I'm getting a shower after a hot sweaty workout and I want to cool my body down but then in the winter time you know I don't like that cooling um, essential oil so much. So I will use something like cypress or marjoram. Um, I will add even a little bit of cinnamon, but just a very little bit. Cinnamon can be a hot oil. So you can kind of depend on the season or depending on your mood, you can add different oils to your body butter. And if you do have sensitive skin and you know, you're wondering how you might respond to something new like this, um, you can always just do a little bit on a patch of your skin, you know, without slathering it all over and just see how that's going to go. But I also love that doTERRA, if you're not a DIY person, doTERRA already has a body butter made up that is phenomenal. It's a Douglas fir and frankincense and orange and it has such a nice creamy consistency. Um, and even beyond that, if you're more of a lotion person, they also have an unscented lotion. So that's the perfect way to kind of customize what you use each day on your skin and you don't have to have the same aroma that you're using every single day. So one thing I say, I will say too that I just thought of with when I started looking into doTERRA's products, I knew I loved the essential oils and the quality, but sometimes when you look over on a label like the, the shampoo or the lotions or things, you see a lot of ingredients. And I wanted to make sure that all of those ingredients were safe. And so as I was first discovering doTERRA, I went to the Environmental Working Group's website, ewg.org, and if the product is in the database. You can type in the name of the product, but if it's not, if it's a newer product, which this was at the time, then you can type in the ingredients on that product and see a 0 to 10 toxicity rating. So 0 being low toxicity, like no data on it being harmful, 10 being like there's a lot of data on this. You might want to be careful about using this. And so all of doTERRA's products are the ingredients 0, 1, 2. That's all in the low range of low to no issues um, known. So, I mean, I was really happy to find that out and know that those products are ones that I can trust. So, as far as the ones that I use on my skin, you know, in addition to the uh, body butter and um, a lot of times I'll just use fractionated coconut oil with the essential oils too, I use the facial cleanser, 
I love the um, toner on the skin. I use the bar soap, and I absolutely love the detoxifying mud mask too. So that has essential oils as well, um, along with some really great ingredients to help detox the skin that you can use like once a week that way. So the last thing I want to say is about our hair. So t talking about skin and mostly that, but our hair is really important too. And I'll say when you're looking to you know, improve in that area or detox your personal care products, one thing I think it's important to note is we don't have to wash our hair every day typically. A lot of times this will dry it out and just be too much on the hair. So I love using the Salon Essentials shampoo and conditioner that doTERRA has about one to two times a week depending on the season. But in between I use dry shampoo. And dry shampoo I make with arrowroot starch, a little bit of cocoa powder to darken it up, and then I add rosemary and lavender essential oils. And um, you can go on doTERRA.com their, on their blog section for the recipe, actually, but it's very simple. Just mix those up, and it stays for quite a long time. Um, the rosemary essential oil is actually strengthening to the hair. It helps promote healthy hair growth, and lavender is just very calming. I love putting that onto my scalp, and that's a nice combination. So you just want to be careful with all the hair products that we use. You know, with constant coloring or drying or curling of hair, sometimes that can really cause some damage on the hair. And that's why essential oils can even help so much because obviously, you know, some of us do those things, but it's helpful to use something that's going to help when we have curled and dried our hair a lot and um, give it something that's going to kind of put back into that. And, you know, plus we have something that smells amazing. You don't have to use those toxic fragrances that are in shampoos. So I could go on and talk about others that I use, like the mouthwash, the toothpaste, and things like that. But if you're curious to learn more, I have a link here that you can go and check out on my website about the different essential oils. And, of course, I'd be happy to talk to you more about this, too. Um, I'm actually going to be teaching some online workshops that I have the link for near this video depending on where you're watching it below or beside that if you want to join in and get some essential oil samples in the mail from me so that you can kind of experience them aromatically and topically and internally while you learn, then check out that because those online workshops are going to be really fun. There's a limited number of spots, but I would love to send you a package in the mail beforehand so that you're ready to experience while you learn everything about getting started with using essential oils. And whether it's to detox your personal care products or something else, we will cover it um, in those introductory type classes. So if you've been watching for a while and you're interested in getting doTERRA oils, I always want you to know that you can get them at 25% off through the link that I have here by this video. And when you do that, you also get access to two of my programs. One is the Wild Wellness Essentials, which is going to teach you all about using your product. The other one is this training program if you're interested in the doTERRA um, business opportunity, and especially if you're someone who is in the health and wellness work like I am, or you know, you're helping people with their healthy uh, lifestyle or mindset and things like that, it might be something to look at adding to your business. So you get that program where I will mentor you along the way and help you with that. So if you want to look into that option with purchasing essential oils, that link is there too for 25% off again. And I'd be so happy to look after you once you get your oils and help you answer or help answer any questions that you have and uh, just guide you along on this journey with the things that you want to use them for. 
So I just wanted to remind you that anything I mentioned in this episode that you'd like to explore more, you can go find at jennyholbert.com forward slash 49. And if you really loved what you're hearing and you love what I share on the Wild Wellness Podcast and you haven't already rated and left a review for the show, I would so appreciate that. It helps other people to find the podcast and for me to know what you love about it and also topics you might want to hear about in the future. So please go rate and review on iTunes or your podcast app. And thank you so much for listening. Until next time, go live your one wild life.